You're listening to the Millennials Choice Show, Canada's most trusted podcast on all things real estate, finance, and entrepreneurship. Here's your host, Matthew Ablican. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millennials Choice Show. I'm your host, Matthew Ablican, and I'm here with my co-host, Daniel. What's up? What's going on, man? Thanks for joining us today. It's a it's a special episode. We we wanted to record it on the the day that the Bank of Canada is making probably their biggest interest rate announcement. We are minutes away uh, from the actual announcement, and um, we want to make sure that we give you guys the latest and greatest up to date information. Before we do all of that, make sure you guys are sharing this episode with your family and friends, helping them get smarter and better at real estate and understanding different concepts of real estate. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you smash that like button, subscribe, leave us a comment, and let's get started. All right, I'm going on Instagram Live. Okay, nice. So, Danny, what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen with the Bank of Canada and their decision? Great question. So personally, just like a lot of other people right now, I'm definitely anticipating the Bank of Canada to uh, increase their key interest rate by 0.75%, so three quarters of a percentage point. And uh, the reason why I think this is going to happen is because they need to do this in order to try to offset inflation or try to bring back inflation down to their target, to its target, which is 2%. I think right now they said they're, we're at about 7%. So we're really a ways off. And in order for them to do this, they're going to have to make extreme measures and uh, possibly bring up the rate by 0.75%. Now, the last time this happened, it was in 1998, I believe. Yeah, 1998. So it hasn't happened. Yeah, it hasn't happened like this in a single time uh, for a very long time, for over 20 years. So I just... Uh, speaks volumes to what's going on right now in our economy. And uh, I personally feel like it is a necessary step, uh, you know, in order for us to kind of get back to a balanced market because of everything that's happening with, um, you know, demand, housing, uh, supply issues and those kind of things. So uh, especially when it comes to gas and, you know, other natural resources, uh, everything is so expensive right now. Everyone's seeing it in the, uh, when they're going to fill up at the pump and also when they're going to the grocery store. I went to Walmart yesterday, bought a little tiny bit of groceries, like 70 bucks. I was going crazy. Uh, I just can't believe it. So I'm kind of happy we are going this route, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. What about you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think I think obviously the rate's going to go up. Uh, we saw what happened with the states. Uh, it seems like this is happening worldwide. I was looking up some news in Europe and their central bank is doing the same thing. Um, so, you know, they're, they're using inflation as the main reason as to why they're doing this. Um, obviously there are other theories out there as to why they're doing this. Um, traditionally we see that we are behind Europe in a lot of ways and the central bank of Europe has already come out and said, we're not going to be able to tame inflation at 10%. And that's huge because the target I think here is, is 2%. So I, I think we're already over 10%. I think they're, they're just not telling us the, the true numbers. Um, so let's see what happens. Uh, was it 1988 or 98? 1998. Okay. It says here, the Globe and Mail says, Bank of Canada expected to make the sharpest interest rate increase since 98. So yeah, yeah that's more than uh, you know 24 years. So 
it's crazy. It's, it's a long time. Some of some of you who are listening to this or watching this, they you weren't even born. So this is something we haven't seen in our lifetime. Um, at the end of the day, though, it's very important for you to keep in mind that the announcement today is only going to impact variable rate loans, mortgages, so unsecured credit cards, lines of credits. Um, if your mortgage is a variable rate, it will change. If anything is fixed, so you have a, a five-year fixed term with the bank, for example, your, your mortgage is a fixed rate mortgage, today's announcement will not impact you. Yeah, so that's a good point. It's a, it's a good segue because I actually just, um, I ran some numbers just for people to have a better idea practically what this means for them. If let's say, for example, they're in the process of getting a variable rate mortgage um, and as a result, with this rate, let's say with this rate increase happening, what it would do to the payments monthly. So assuming you bought a place for a million bucks, okay? Uh, you know, you have a down payment, 20%, which is 200K, leaves you the mortgage of $800,000. Before this uh, rate increase happens, I'm just assuming it's gonna happen, I'm very confident it will, uh, you could get a variable rate mortgage for around 3.35% here in uh, Ontario. So 3.35% is what the variable's at today before any rate hikes. Yeah, and that's that's a net rate. So I should probably explain this too. So the variable rate is actually calculated by what's called the prime rate. So you'll notice that the banks have what's called a prime rate. TD Bank's prime rate right now is currently at 3.85%. And what the banks do is they say, our your rate for your variable rate mortgage is 3.85%, but we'll give you a discount minus point or minus 0.45, whatever the case is. And that's your net rate for your mortgage. And that's going to be the rate that's, the term that's used to determine your monthly payment. So when I'm saying right now, you can get one for 3.35 because I already just did the calculation in my head real quick uh, for including the discount that the banks give. So what's going to happen right now is assuming they, the Bank of Canada increases their key rate by three quarters of a percent, so 0.75. Let's say we throw that onto the prime rate and we'll probably see within a day or, or so the banks increasing their prime rate to increasing their variable mortgage uh, payments for their clients. Right now, if the rate's at 3.35, going back to the example, you bought a place for a million bucks, your mortgage payment for a 30-year mortgage would be 3,500 bucks roughly, okay? Now, let's say they make that announcement today, which they will, and uh, increase the rate by 0.75. Assuming the prime rate goes up, like, like I just mentioned that it most likely will, your new rate will be around 4.1%, okay? Assuming kept everything the same, your, point, your payment's gonna jump from 3,500 bucks to $3,850. So that's so a pretty significant jump. $350 more, it's, it's, uh, it's about 10%. Yeah. 10% huge. more. Yeah, so it's a pretty big jump. If you're looking at, uh, you know, properties, let's say, for example, if you bought something for, you know, maybe $500,000, uh, you're probably going to see much less in regards to the jump in the payment, just because you have less interest. But again, you can always just crunch numbers with any mortgage calculator and, and try to anticipate exactly what you're going to be paying. Um, and that's huge for anyone watching this right now that even currently has a variable rate mortgage um, where the payments actually do increase. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to actually try to budget further because I know a lot of people right now that 
have variable rate mortgages, but are kind of hoping the payments don't go up, uh, which is not really, um, I want to say, realistic uh, idea to have when you're in a variable yeah, rate Daniel, mortgage. Hold, hold on for a second. Yeah. As we were talking, we are live here at the Millennials Choice Show. The Bank of Canada has increased their interest rate by 100 basis points, not 0.75, oh, wow. by 100. So that's a full wow. percentage increase. So, um, the, you know, that's, that's going to affect your payments by 1%. And if you have a mortgage calculator, if, you know, download one. If you don't, you can see what your payment's going to change to. But they have increased their uh, interest rate by 100 basis points. That's one full percentage points, which is 0.25 higher than what most people thought was going to happen. So yeah. they, they are obviously uh, trying to battle the, the uh, you know, inflation. They, they also want to limit, you know, borrowing and spending right now. They're trying to cool things down. So when they say they're combating inflation, one way they do that is by cooling things down um, and attempting to get people to stop spending. I don't know how that's going to really uh, play a part. People need gas. People need housing. People need groceries. I know housing is not calculated in the inflation uh, uh, percentage, but at the end of the day, it's still part of the problem. So, uh, yeah, uh, what's your reaction to that? It's crazy, man. Like they're, they're talking about, um, I think the word was, they're en- trying to engineer a soft landing, right? And not hedge, dip into a recession. I honestly don't understand how people are able to afford, um, you know, their lifestyles, earning a salary of like 40, 50 grand, which I'm not, 40, 50 grand is a lot of money. But the thing is with rising interest rates, you just saw the change in the payments, um, which again, right now we should probably update. It'll be probably instead of $350 increase for a monthly payment like that, probably $400. So it, just taking extra 400 bucks out of people's pockets is a huge, huge uh, deal. It's huge. Um, especially when you're looking at uh, people with really high mortgages, right? So if you're, again, in a variable rate mortgage right now, uh, definitely start to calculate what your mortgage payment would look like with this increase of 1%, just add a percent of interest to your mortgage. Uh, that's most likely what's going to happen. I'm going to be curious. I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see what's going to happen in regards to the discounts that banks have currently on their variable rate mortgages. Uh, the discount is the part that you're actually locking in when getting a new mortgage. That's a, that's a variable rate mortgage. So um, who knows? Well, we honestly might just see them right now, raise the prime rate and just take out the discount completely, um, which won't be great for a lot of borrowers who haven't locked in a discount. So, yeah. Um, and I'm just, I'm just reading, I'm just reading here that this is the biggest rate hike by the central bank since August, 1998. And the central bank attributes the war in Ukraine and ongoing supply chain issues as the main drivers, but also highlights excess demand in the domestic Canadian economy as a growing factor. Yeah. How much longer are we going to uh, believe that um, the supply, supply chain issues because of COVID are still taking place? I don't know. When do we kind of write that off? What do you think? Well, I don't know about that, but, but how, how, how are we going to believe that you know, a random war between Russia and Ukraine, which they've been they've been fi- they've been fighting for years, and and it's been a, a conflict area for years. How 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 long are we gonna believe that? You know, that's the reason why. You know, that's yeah. that's I, I don't believe in I don't believe that at all. Um, I don't believe that at all. I think this is a this is part of a, a greater 
plan and it's happening all around the world. So we, we've seen governments, we've seen, um, you know, people that represent governments and other institutions come out and always defer and blame. And people are blaming the high gas prices because of the war with Russia and Ukraine. Well, you know, how can you explain that when we have natural resources here that can be developed and are not being developed and projects are being canceled and left, right and center. So no, I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. I think obviously there's another plan here, but uh, just going back to the, the, the point of, you know, the things we can control and we could focus on is the rate is 1% higher now. So on all your debt, all your unsecured debt, all your lines of credits, if you have loans, if you have business loans, that are unsecured or they're not uh, fixed rate loans, then it's gonna go up by 1%. So you wanna make sure that you're locking it in, especially in the short term, in my opinion, because you know people were expecting 0.75 increase, it went up 100. And so that means they're willing to do anything they want. That's what, that's yeah. what this means today. Yeah, and real quick, just to add to that point, uh, so right now, let's say the variable rate mortgages jump up to around four point, let's say the low fours, right? Four and a quarter, possibly 4.1, like we were talking about. We're still going to be 1% uh, lower than the current five-year fixed rate mortgages as well, too. So that's something to consider as well. Uh, they did jump up the variable rates just now by roughly about a percent. We'll see what the banks do. Uh, usually whenever TD Bank or an RBC make an announcement, other five, the other three banks uh, follow suit as well, too. So keep an eye out, see what's going on. Um, yeah, we're variable rate mortgages right now, still lower, more affordable than fixed. But how long is that going to last? Uh, we'll see. We'll find out very soon. Definitely. Yeah. And for those of you watching that are real estate investors and or you want to become real estate investors, you know, there, there, is, there is something that certain investors utilize or, or talk about in the real estate investing space. And that is especially more recently, and that is buying real estate and locking in your, your debt because going forward, a lot of people believe we're still going to have inflation. Inflation is going to continue with us and it's not, it's not going away anytime soon. And what that means is also we're going to have these, these higher interest rates for a while as well. We don't see interest rates coming down either. So a lot of people believe that and these are, these are, you know, really big investors. These aren't just, you know, uh, one or two property investors. They believe that going forward, your fixed debt, so any debt that has a fixed interest rate, an interest rate that will not change, is going to actually become an asset in the future because that money is going to be so much cheaper than what you're going to be getting, um, you know, that day. It's going to be so much cheaper. Uh, that it becomes an asset because your, your investments are going to be inflating while your debt levels are going to remain the same. Whereas if somebody has fluctuating debt, variable debt going forward, that that's not going to be an asset because the rate can change and it's going to become higher and higher. And a lot of people will you know, think eventually it'll pass the fixed rates. And I'll give you an example. I closed a couple of my condos I closed a few properties in 2021, but a couple of them I closed at 2.1% fixed, fixed. So now the fixed rates are, you know, in the fives, you know, what are they at now, Danny? 5.4? Roughly 5.25, yeah, to 5.4 for sure. Yeah, so 5.25 to 5.4, that's, 
more than double what I, what I got. And it's locked in until 2026. So I don't that's have to crazy. worry about anything that's happening with interest rates on those properties until 2026. So I can increase my rental income. I can do whatever I want with the property and my debt is fixed. So there is that theory of the debt becoming an asset. Keep that in mind for those of you listening who are real estate investors or watching. And uh, yeah, keep that in mind going forward. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing I wanted to add to before I forgot. Um, for first-time buyers, guys, this is huge also to you because now what's going to happen is because the variable rate is most likely going to increase, where they just made the increase uh, announcement, banks are definitely going to increase the prime rates, which is going to actually result in you qualifying for a much, much higher mortgage interest rate when you're getting your new mortgage. So let's say you want a variable rate mortgage because it's lower than a fixed. Your rate's going to be, let's say, in the four, let's say 4%, call it 4% even. You're going to have to actually qualify for a mortgage of 6%, okay, because of the stress test here in Canada. So what does that mean for you? It just means you're not going to be able to buy uh, as much of an expensive property like you would have before. Your money's going to buy you something less. So it's something to keep in mind for those of you guys on the sidelines um, that I speak, you know, that me and Matthew speak with uh, very often throughout our days, um, people just wanting to, yeah, for the market to crash, then to jump in. Well, kind of doesn't make sense to now wait further because like Matthew's talking about, we're in an increasing interest rate environment. So the money that you're borrowing is getting more and more expensive by the months. Yeah. So it only makes sense to get in now while the market is down right now, um, while the rates are still uh, pretty decent in my opinion as opposed to you never know getting into a five-year fixed rate at six seven percent which is extremely possible um, then that would be a, a much much um, difficult issue or cha a challenging issue for you to qualify for because think about it, if the interest rates for the five-year fix go to six percent seven percent then you're almost qualified you're almost qualifying at nine percent interest uh, on a million dollar house that payment's insane and it'll, it'll require people to have a significant, significant jump in their incomes. I'm talking like 20, 30, 40% in their incomes, which we all know is very like not realistic within the next couple months, right? People's yes. pay don't change that quickly. Yeah, so that's very important. When you guys are actually getting a mortgage, you're qualifying for a mortgage, there's this thing called the qualifying rate and that's sitting at 5.25, right Dan? Yeah. That's the benchmark, yeah. So 5.25. So basically what the government says is that you need to qualify for whatever's higher, the qualifying rate or 2% on top of the rate that the bank is giving you. So if you're getting 4%, add 2% on top of that, that's 6%. That's greater than the 5.25. You have to qualify at 6%. That's not what you get. That's not the rate that you're going to get. But that's what you have to qualify for. And the Bank of Canada, or I should say, the, uh, the government introduced this in 2018 just so that they could create this buffer and, and make sure that if rates do go up, that people can handle the increase in the interest rates. So that buffer was there from 2018. Number two, I want you guys to, to understand this. There, you know, it's more expensive now to buy a property today than back in February and January of 2022 when the prices were at an all-time high, when the market reached its all-time high in history, okay? It's more expensive now. We just gave you the reasons why, because it's more expensive monthly because of the interest rates. You're paying more. 
okay, in interest. So it's, it's much more expensive now. In order for it to become very lucrative for you to buy now versus back in February, there needs to be a much higher increase in supply, which forces sellers to reduce their prices and become way more competitive. And that's not happening to the extent that it needs to happen now. No. And in some markets, it's not happening, period. So yeah, you got you to gotta understand this. And I think going forward, what's going to happen is when reality sets in and people start talking to their brokers and talking to you know, their realtor and talking to the bank, and they realize they can't afford more, they'll understand that this is not about affordability here. It's, it's not about affordability at all. You cannot afford it because inflation is happening, rates are going up, and that's depleting your purchasing power. So you're, we're getting, you know, people are getting poorer and poorer every single day. And that's what's happening right now. You're losing your purchasing power. So what's going to happen, and I'll tell you right here, is a lot more people are going to rent. Rents are going to skyrocket. We, we haven't seen rents go up. We've seen rents go up, you know, 5 or 10% in some markets, which I think might be normal anyway. But we haven't seen rents skyrocket. So if you're a landlord, and you're closing these mortgages, you're taking equity out or you're closing your deal and you're getting, you know, 5% when, you know, everything was based on 2% a few years ago or whenever you were buying, whatever the case was, that's going to trickle down to the consumer and that's going to result in higher rents. So the people renting from landlords, they're, they're going to pay more in rent going forward in the future because, you know, it's, it's more expensive for a landlord to own this property, to get a mortgage. So you're going to start to see the price of certain things like rent go up in the near future. And it's very important to remember that. If you're on the sidelines, you're thinking about investing in real estate, or you're thinking about buying real estate so you can live in it, it's your home, now's the time to do it. And if you're investing, now's the time to do it. Position yourself as a landlord and you know, buy something today that's going to be ready 90 days from now or 120 days from now. You can lock in your interest rate today and at the same time, close it four months from now, three months from now, rents are going to be a lot higher. I can promise you that. Yeah, that will make sense, man. My opinion. People need a place to live, right? So that's the only, it's going to be the only option right now, especially with what's happening with the interest, interest rate going up. So uh, if you guys are listening and you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us. We're always here. Uh, we're literally doing this every single day. This is all that we'd love to do. So, um, yeah, make sure to reach out. Let us know if you ever have any questions about any of this. Yeah, sure. and, and I want to leave you off with this. So for those of you watching, I'm pointing up a book here. It's an international bestseller. I wrote a book with, with Kevin Harrington and Robert G. Allen. Kevin Harrington is one of the original sharks from Shark Tank. I want to give you a free copy. If you're in Ontario, stop by our office in Vaughan. Um, but if you're not or you're not able to make it to our office, I'd like, I'd like to give you a free copy and a free e-copy. So just go to financialfreedomclub.ca forward slash ebook. We'll put the link in the description below. And if you're listening to this or watching this, you can get a free copy of my first book and it's an international bestseller. So I leave you with that. Thank you, Danny, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys make sure you're sharing this with your friends and family. Make sure you're listening to it again. Like, subscribe, leave us a comment. And until next time, we're out. <laughs>